Hey friends, Tao here. It's Kentucky Derby time, and we are ready to celebrate with a special collection of Kentucky flavors like bourbon ball, mint julep, and more. This limited edition collection will ship nationwide on goldbelly.com from April 24th through May 6th, Derby Day. That's goldbelly.com. One of the biggest moments in your business is when you've worked so hard in growing it that you've reached that inevitable point. You need more help. Today, we're talking about how and when you decide to hire your first employee. This moment can be fairly daunting, even for a seasoned entrepreneur. Suddenly, it's a whole nother ballgame when you are responsible for someone else's livelihood on top of your own. You have to navigate all sorts of new challenges from training to communication to legal compliance to the big T word, trust. But don't worry, I've got you covered. On this episode, I'll share my own experiences, some common mistakes to avoid, and tips for making your first hire a success. When I was growing up, our restaurant was me, my mom, my dad, my sister. And every once in a while during a busy lunch, one of my dad's friends would come and help us. But it was very much a solely family operation. And I know how hard that is to do that. So before we had the ice cream shop, we had our little restaurant called Thai Orchid Cafe. It was the first restaurant that I had started with my parents. And even though we had worked in a restaurant together, it was a whole different scenario because now I was grown up and I was ready to have employees in our team. So we decided to hire servers as well as dishwashers who could help us prep and clean up in the kitchen. We were going to keep upper management functions within the family. So for hiring the restaurant, it was as simple as putting a sign out front. We were really close to the University of Kentucky's campus. So there was a lot of students that would walk by our store. So we put a sign out up front and just said, we're hiring. And at the time, the only social media that we had was Facebook. So I would put a Facebook post talking about, we're hiring for these positions. Please let us know if you're interested. Finding people actually seemed a lot simpler back then than it does today, but that is how we initially found folks to help work with us. So when Crank and Boom started in 2013, we had already been running the restaurant for several years and had a little bit more experience with having team members and hiring. So as we were getting more events for Crank and Boom and we needed more team members, we would pull from the team that we have and fill in whatever positions we would need at the time. So we were pulling from the server team that we had and say, hey, we've got these events. We would love for you to work at them as well. You can pick up more hours. You'll be paid this much. You'll get tips. And most of them were really on board. And this has been how we've done it every time we've had growth. So when we opened a store, we pulled from the team that we had. When we opened a second store, we pulled from the team that we had. When we opened Bobby Codes, we pulled from the team that we have. We're able to take who we have and then grow them into position if we need a team lead or if they have friends that they want to join us. That's always been the best way for us to find people is to find friends of friends who bring other people on. So when you are looking for employees, what 
do you look for? And how do you know, especially if it's your first employee, how are you going to know that this person is going to work out? What are some characteristics? What are some ways to try to choose someone that is going to be the right fit? We actually use something called the four C's, culture, chemistry, competency, and character. Culture, do they uphold the values and your mission statement? Do they live by those values? Do they support the mission? Do they actually showcase it in their behaviors and their actions? What I feel is probably one of the most important of these Cs is chemistry. You can be great at your job. You can have high character and high culture, and you can do all those things. But if you cannot get along with your team, or I've got multiple people coming to me saying such and such, has a real issue, then everything else gets erased because we're here to work together. We need to work together as a team. It's important to be able to relate to people that are on a peer level as well as people who are working for you and then people in upper management as well. So we've got multiple layers. And so we always just want to make sure that people understand how important it is that we get along together. And then competency is easy. Can you do the job? Are you able to fulfill the tasks that are needed to do your job? So character, does the person have character? And the way I kind of define character or integrity is, is that person going to do the right thing when nobody is watching? Because it's easy to do the right thing when somebody's looking over your shoulder all the time. But is that person going to do the right thing when nobody is watching? So it's an ever-evolving process. I have certainly made tons of mistakes along the way when it comes to hiring, and not necessarily about people, but I always want the best for whoever comes on our team. I want them to be happy. I want them to find their work fulfilling. I want them to reach whatever dreams they are trying to reach. So if we are a part of that journey and we can be a stop in that journey where we can put some money in your pocket, maybe you get some experience, maybe it's your first chance to be a leader, to hold a leadership position, whatever it is that we can offer, hope that it is beneficial to that person on whatever journey they are on. Hey friends, Tao here, popping in to share my excitement about one of my favorite companies in the whole world, Holly Hill & Co. If you are like me and are obsessed with food, especially local food, you will appreciate those special ties that happen around the table. Holly Hill & Co. believes, like I do, that food creates connection and community unlike anything else. That's why they take care to strengthen the ties across the generations between family, the farmer, and the land, all the way to the food that ends up on your table. You can experience exactly what this means at one of Holly Hill's nine unique Central Kentucky restaurants and through their beautiful emails. If you're in Kentucky, be sure to find the nearest location and get ready for an amazing experience with the most fantastic food. Holly Hill's co-founder is none other than my dear friend, James Beard-nominated chef Weta Michael, who's been a force on the Kentucky food scene for over 20 years. Learn more about their incredible food community by visiting hollyhillandco.com, where you'll find stories, recipes, how-tos, and even curated gifts. Again, that's hollyhillandco.com, and let them know that Tao from Crank and Boom sent you. Hey friends, we couldn't be more stoked to have another amazing partner as one of our lead sponsors for the Crank and Boom podcast. I'm talking about none other than our friends at Goldbelly. 
If you haven't heard of Goldbelly, I am about to change your life because they are America's number one food marketplace and they ship the most famous, most regional, iconic foods from right around the country right to your door. I honestly can't tell you how incredible it's been to work with these folks. We've been partnering with them since 2019 and since then we have shipped our ice cream to all 50 states and Canada. What a fantastic way for our family business to reach a nationwide audience from our little corner of Kentucky. We're in pretty amazing company too because they have everything from meal kits from top chefs like Nancy Silverton or Danny Meyer to local regional classics like Maine Lobster Rolls or Texas Brisket. And again, it's all available to ship right to your door. Just talking about this makes me so very hungry. So if you haven't taken advantage of Goldbelly's amazing offers, now's the time. Run over to their website at goldbelly.com and make your foodie dreams come true. That's goldbelly.com. And be sure to add a collection or two of Crank and Boom ice cream to your cart as well. One of the things that I think has been most helpful for our business from our beginning days at Thai Orchid all the way to now, to where we are 10 years later after Crank and Boom started, is using modeling. So when we're in the restaurant and we're training someone to be a server, I would always spend time showing them all the different steps and having them shadow me. And then we would switch. I would follow them. And then if I had any notes or any changes, I would say, hey, can you think about making sure you do this thing when you're doing this thing? It's teaching. It's teaching and it's modeling. So we find people who love people. I mean, you're in customer service and you're in hospitality. You have to find people who genuinely love being around people. Anybody who comes in and doesn't like that, we we try to encourage them to find something that is a better fit for them. Because if you do not like being around people and you don't love serving people, it's just not a good fit. When we had Thai Orchid, we were all in the same place. We had one location. Everyone was in our little restaurant. There was not anyone offsite doing other things. So it was much easier to manage our team there, especially when we are on site all the time. So how do we keep all on the same page? How do we coordinate when I'm not going to be in a space with someone? Sometimes for months, I won't see certain people. And so how do we keep things going? Instead of having a bazillion group techs, we have Slack and have one for leadership and then one for the whole company. So our leadership one is a paid subscription where it archives everything. So all of our leadership communications is archived, anything that has been said about any issue that's come up. And then for the other one is more company-wide announcements and shout outs. And we also share reviews and then we share photos as well. So a way for everyone to kind of keep in touch even though we're not in the same space. For scheduling, we use When I Work, and then that also integrates with a platform called Gusto, which we use for payroll. We used to do payroll with an accountant, so it was a very manual process, and now have moved to Gusto, which we love. It's very, very automated. So our onboarding for any new team members is on Gusto. All their paperwork is in there. Everything is easy to access. It's just so much nicer than having old paper files like we used to. So it definitely has been quite the evolution with our toolkit on how we manage our team. It's amazing how much technology has come along to help us do our job better and easier.
the whole game of finding folks and building your team and that whole journey is one that is imperfect. You will run into folks that are an amazing fit and will be with you and will be your ride or die. I love that camaraderie and I love like being in the weeds with people. I don't like when bad things happen, but they will happen. And I don't ever think of anyone as being a bad person or anything like that if it doesn't work out in our organization. It just didn't work out either because something changed or over time people's goals change or over time you just realize that you're not meant to work together and that's okay. So I think having the mindset of wanting to make the best of the time that you have together, that's how I always feel. Some have gone on to amazing jobs and some are getting PhDs. One became a flight attendant. She flies all over the world. She worked for three years for us and her next interview was to work for an airline as a flight attendant. Now she travels all over the world in that job. So I feel really honored and blessed when somebody chooses to come spend their time with us. And I hope that, again, that our time together is mutually beneficial in that you are taking care of a job that we need done within our organization. But then also, I hope that you get some experience or get some something that you are able to learn and take with you, be it being around someone that's different than you or learning customer service because in any job, you need to have customer service skills. Even if you're a solopreneur, you have to work with customers. So hoping that whoever crosses our path gets something out of it that is positive and beneficial to them for the future. And I think it's so cool that we've been able to do what we have for our team and for the folks that have been with us a long time thinking that this little business we created has been able to create a living for someone else. And for us, not just from a pay standpoint, are we able to provide a job where people come, they feel challenged, they feel safe, they feel happy, they feel joyful, and they appreciate the, the process of hard work and when we can do things together. All those things are just so amazing when something like comes together. There's something to be said about when your team has your back and you get through stuff together and when they know they can trust you to take care of them and that you will look out for them. That's the whole best part of being human is having those connections together and, and feeling like you do have that trust. Thanks so much for listening to my story here on the Crank and Boom podcast. When you're listening to our show on whatever platform is your favorite, be sure to hit that follow button and you won't miss anything we've got going on with the show. And if you liked what you heard today, please leave a review. It would just mean so very much to me. That helps people find us too. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we're talking about and also what topics you'd like for us to cover on the show. Leave us a comment and I would love to hear from you. I can't wait to meet you here again soon. Until next time, peace. This is a production of Four Eyes Media.